Hello, I'm Tony Mayo, the business owner's executive coach, with one quick idea you can use in your business today. Here's the gist of today's leadership coaching. Control is an illusion. End your quest for certainty and proceed with confidence. The business owners I work with tend to have very clear ideas about the results they want to produce and about the specific methods used to produce those outcomes. Unfortunately, this clarity and strong intention can misguide them into attempting to control every step of the project, to be certain about every detail. In practice, such detailed control is mostly impossible. Managers who try to tightly control their people are kidding themselves and their employees know it. We call them micromanagers, which (laughs) has a double meaning. By attempting to manage details at a micro level, these managers shrink their own stature and effectiveness as leaders, becoming micro versions of real managers. Mere micro managers. If you're doing anything significant involving other people, resources, time, and chance, you can not control everything. It's just not humanly possible. Worse, any attempt to do so discourages the very best people working with you. Because, think about this, the most intelligent, creative, responsible people don't want to be controlled. They want to contribute. They want to participate. They want to be creative. The very people you most want on your team are the same ones who most want to matter, to affect the process, influence the outcome, to be left alone to get their jobs done. (laughs) Well, you may be thinking, okay, coach, say I'm willing to give up this illusion of control. What's the alternative? What do I do? Sit back and watch? Of course not. I suggest delegating, not abdicating. My recommended alternative to grasping at control is to move forward with confidence. The conviction that you can respond effectively to the many unpredictable, uncontrollable events that are part of any worthwhile project. When you're clear about your commitments, your skills, and your ability to respond, you will be confident, whatever happens, that you will respond appropriately. My friend, Lieutenant General Gene Forrester, illustrated this principle for me with the example of Napoleon. Napoleon only ordered his field marshals to station their troops at a particular place, at a specific time, prepared to attempt a certain result. How they got there and the tactics they used were up to the field commanders and their officers. My friend went on to tell of his experience commanding the American occupation of the Dominican Republic back in 1965. Because of the violence and chaos on the ground, He had planned an aerial assault, dropping men and heavy equipment 
by parachute just outside the capital. While in the air, my friend was contacted by the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who had new orders. Because an airdrop might look too violent and aggressive, an agreement had been negotiated with a faction of the Dominican Army. They agreed to allow the U.S. troops to land and deploy from a military airfield. That makes sense, my general agreed. But it is impossible. We are airborne with enough tanks and trucks for 22,000 troops, all securely attached to parachutes and pallets, positioned over Bombay doors, ready to drop. There was physically no way to get them out of a plane once it was on the ground. The equipment had to be parachuted. I hear what you're saying, said the chief, and I received this order personally from the President of the United States. Figure it out. The general happened to have on his aircraft the very captain who had written the manual on how to rig, stow, and airdrop combat equipment. After a brief consultation with him, the captain confirmed that it was physically impossible to roll those vehicles off an airplane on the ground. And the captain who wrote the manual also knew that in war, not everything got done by the book. There are things even a general or a president can't control, but there's nothing an officer with confidence won't attempt. This captain radioed the master sergeant who had supervised the rigging and loading and told him what was needed. He said, Yes, sir. The captain asked, You understand that has to be done en route, right now, without landing. The sergeant said, Yes, sir. The captain asked, How are you going to do it? I don't know, sir. I just know that we will. A few hours later, those planes landed and the equipment rolled off, followed by tons of smashed, slashed, bent, and burnt packing materials. That's confidence. Instead of trying to control every step, the commanders, from President Johnson right down to the Master Sergeant, proceeded with confidence in their ability to unleash the ingenuity and determination of their teams. So please, try being less attached to the methods and how things are done and more clear about the outcome you desire and the reasons for it. Be confident that you'll be able to have the conversations, take the actions, provide the resources called for no matter what happens. You don't need to control. Be confident. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast, that you apply it, and share it. We hope you enjoyed this message. More coaching like this is available at TonyMayo.com. That URL is T-O-N-Y-M-A-Y-O.com. We appreciate your comments, suggestions for future topics, and, most of all, stories of how you applied the coaching. Our email address is podcast 
at mayogenuine.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at M-A-Y-O-G-E-N-U-I-N-E dot com. This podcast is the property of executive coach Tony Mayo, all rights reserved worldwide.